I V M. There's a good chance that if you're scrolling away your time on Twitter, you've come across emojis with green, black and yellow boxes with no links. You get curious and Google would waddle of 4x6s and voila, you take your guesses and you join the bandwagon. For the uninitiated, every day there's a new five-letter word to guess with six shots at it. Not too difficult? Wait till you reach the sixth chance. Right amid the Omicron wave, Waddle seems to have hooked millions of players, inspired many clones, jokes and spoofs. And hey, there's a Tamil version too. But that's for later. But what are we talking about here? And if you thought the game was fun, the backstory is even better. Stay with us on this. So there's this Brooklyn-based engineer, Josh Waddle, who creates this game for his partner, Palak Shah. Why? Because she's a word game aficionado. What began as a pandemic pastime sneaked into family groups and then one day went public. But then it didn't quite go viral. You know what we mean. Cut to 2022 and it's now competing with Dalgona Coffee, if you remember that, to Banana Bread in the COVID-19 pandemic viral sensation sweepstakes. The game grew from 90 active players in November 2021 to 300,000 at the beginning of 2022. Over the last weekend alone, 2 million people played Waddle on a daily basis as per The Guardian. But why is Waddle popular among so many people? Well, for starters, it's the simplicity. There's no app, there's just a link. In an age where most games are actively fighting for users' time and attention, Waddle was created to be played just once a day and only for fun. There's no growth hacking or attention mining. You play and you're done until the next edition. Unless, of course, you wear your badge aloud on Twitter and bring more of your friends along. But here's the thing. Everyone wants to mooch off a viral phenomenon. And clones, they came along too. Multiple clones surfaced in the App Store shortly after it became famous, hoping to cash in on the word mania. After several publications pointed out the clones, Apple acted and booted them off. Also, fun fact, according to The Guardian, mathematicians love this game since it allows them to apply information theory. Some, as the Wall Street Journal mentioned, are creating spreadsheets to guess the first right word that usually sets the tone for the puzzle. Another fun fact, Waddle is a play on what else but Josh's last name. And as we pointed out earlier, the obsession has spread to other languages. Now there's a Tamil version of the game too. That's what going viral probably means. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Chinmay Bhogle and here is the main story for 13th January 2022. The Indian edtech sector is now expanding at a fast pace. Multiple unicorns, acquisitions and all of that. But with hyper growth, there's a good chance that regulation will follow. The Indian government is indicating prospective regulations. And the sector that's usually fiercely competitive is now teaming up. According to the Union Ministry, by adopting a standard policy, the government hopes to reduce monopoly and prevent some edtech platforms from exploiting students through bold claims or unfair practices. In order to dodge this bullet, in a recent letter to the Union Ministry of Education, Baiju's Unacademy, Upgrad and Vedantu stated that they are joining hands to develop a self-regulatory code and henceforth would like to follow a common code of conduct. 
through a platform titled the India EdTech Consortium, over 15 EdTech companies have banded together to develop a self-regulatory code of conduct under the aegis of the Internet and the Mobile Association of India. The possibility of regulations being imposed by the government isn't the only reason for EdTech companies to band together. Lately, the industry is being criticized for predatory marketing. In most circumstances, self-regulation is a proactive solution to the government establishing policy. Ultimately, the sector doesn't want to transfer authority to the government at any cost. However, this isn't a novel concept. It's just a way of buying time and gaining a seat at the table and having a voice in the regulations that are eventually produced, if and when they are. Meanwhile, this is happening in the backdrop of events that took place in China this summer. According to the Quartz report, China's after-school tutoring industry has grown to be worth more than $100 billion, with online tutoring facilities accounting for roughly $40 billion. The Chinese government imposed a crackdown on the country's largest edtech firms in response to high-stress education, such as post-school tutoring and declining birth rates. Its double-reduction policy aims to help children with homework and after-school routines. As a result, no new private tuition services may register and online education companies must seek fresh regulatory permission regardless of their existing qualifications. This shows why regulation is necessary, and especially for the Indian edtech sector. Indian edtech companies have been resolving the accessibility and affordability issue by offering high-quality courses taught by the finest educators, ensuring that students of all ages benefit from this educational innovation. And India's status as a worldwide education centre has risen as a result of this. In fact, over 500 million students and working professionals are impacted by the Indian edtech ecosystem. With this level of user base and responsibility, it's believed that a common framework will only defend students' rights and protect them from getting exploited. Otherwise, it's simply going to be a money-making business. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are The Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. We are prepping for tomorrow's signals. Stay tuned.